Good morning. It is Wednesday, November 3rd, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Yesterday, we came out with a new episode of Imperfect Family. We had taken a pretty long break, two months off after season one was over, and we finally kicked off season two. Season two, we're preparing ourselves to get ready for Thanksgiving and the season of gratefulness. So we talked through that, just me and my wife talking about what's going on in our own hearts and how we can prepare our family to make the most of Thanksgiving and the season around it. All right, we are wrapping up the main chiastic pattern of visions in Zechariah today. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Zechariah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. Again, I lifted my eyes and saw, and behold, four chariots came out from between two mountains, and the mountains were mountains of bronze. The first chariot had red horses, the second black horses, the third white horses, and the fourth chariot dappled horses, all of them strong. Then I answered and said to the Lord who talked with me, What are these, my Lord? And the angel answered and said to me, These are going out to the four winds of heaven, after presenting themselves before the Lord of all the earth. The chariot with the black horses go towards the north country, the white ones go after them, and the dapple ones go towards the south country. When the strong horses come out, they were impatient to go and patrol the earth. And he said, Go, patrol the earth. So they patrolled the earth. Then he cried to me, Behold, those who go toward the north country have set my spirit at rest in the north country. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, it is hump day, the middle of our week. A lot of us are growing weary, Lord, and we could use your strength today. Lord, work through us, work in us to give us energy and renew our hearts for a new day. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, so if you remember a few days ago, last week, we talked about this chiastic pattern that Zechariah follows for these first eight visions. If you remember the very first vision, it also had to do with horses. It also had to do with horses patrolling the earth. It also had to do with horses of mostly the same colors. So you can see how the first and the last visions go together. Now, there is a ninth vision. If you've been listening carefully to the last few uh, devotions, you know that tomorrow we're going to hit a ninth vision, but that ninth vision doesn't actually fit into the chiastic pattern. It's kind of like the cap on top of all of them. And today we'll see what Zechariah is getting at in our pretty confusing vision. It gets confusing because there's four horses, they're all different colors, the mountains are made of bronze, there's a north country, there's a south country, and so there is just loads and loads of symbolism. And I think what would be most helpful, especially because this is a devotion, it's not meant to be a teaching podcast, is to look past as much of that symbolism as we can and try to just figure out the one main thing that's going on here. I think that'll be the most helpful for us as we go today. So, in our passage, Horses are going out once again on behalf of the angel of the Lord. The horses are many different colors, and there's a lot of different discussion about what all the colors mean, but the gist of the story of the vision is that some horses go to the north and some horses go to the south. And almost all commentators agree that north is Babylon, south is Egypt, both historical enemies of God. But in our story, at the very end, The Spirit of the Lord, the angel of the Lord, says, Behold, those who go towards the north country 
have set my spirit at rest in the North Country. It's pretty well assumed that these horses patrol and they go out in judgment, and that this vision is really the idea that God will pour out his judgment against his enemies. And the horses that go to the north satisfy the judgment and wrath of our God against his enemies in Babylon. My friends, as we go today, this is a very important vision because though it's the beginning slash end of the chiastic pattern, it does set us up for what's coming tomorrow in the ninth vision. The Lord's wrath must be satisfied. He will pour it out no matter what, and it will be satisfied. This is an important concept for us to grasp today from this vision, this vision that is talking about satisfying the spirit of the Lord, putting it at rest against his enemies in the north. This is important because of tomorrow's ninth vision. So hang on to that today. We've talked a lot about wrath and judgment and the anger of the Lord. And it might be worth just taking a second to just step back and see why this is so important. My friends, one of the best ways this has ever been explained to me is just in regards to God's holiness. God is perfectly holy, holy in every way, without any blemish. There can be no stain within him, around him, in his midst, because it would ruin his holiness. So the Lord must pour out his anger and destroy anything which would be unholy. And sometimes for us, with our human frame of mind, this seems harsh. But the offense to God is cosmic scale. Think about if uh, a man had shot just another man in the middle of the street. This would be a horribly tragic, wicked deed. And the, the penalty against that man would be extreme, surely. But imagine if that same man who shot the gun shot it and pointed it at the president. Well, we can all see it's the same crime. He's still against this a uh, man. But in one sense, the ramifications are so much more extreme because of the office that the one man holds. In the same way, then, imagine the offense before a cosmic, universal, Creator God. Any offense is on a massive scale against Him, and the Lord will pour out His judgment and wrath, and that wrath must be satisfied to satisfy the holiness and the justice of our God. It's a very philosophical idea, a very theological idea, but one worth meditating on today. And the more, the deeper we dig on this idea, the sweeter the ninth vision will be. On Wednesdays, we always pray from the book of Psalms. And as we're beginning our day, let's pray from Psalm chapter 30. Lord, what an honor it is to be called saints, to be called your people, to be called your children. What a joy it is to be within your fold, within your family, to be called sons and daughters of the Most High God. How can we not respond except by singing praises? singing from our hearts with thankfulness, with joy. Though the night is long, joy comes with the morning. You are a God who sustains his people. And for the moments that are painful, it's nothing compared to the eternity that we will spend in your presence, where no tear will ever fall again, where no pain 
no suffering will ever be felt again, where there will be no death, where there will be no men shooting men, or women walking up and down the street selling their bodies, or children without parents, or wickedness on our lips, or deceit in our hearts, fully righteous before a fully righteous God for all eternity. Lord, as we go today, we plead for mercy. We plead for your love and your mercy to pour down on us. God, we are children, and we come to you as our Father, desperately asking for your help as we go into our day. Lord, we're stumbling around out here on this pilgrimage from this age to the age of eternity where we will be with you. But for right now, Father, be with us. We desperately need your help. We plead with you to be with us. We pray these things in the name above all names. Your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.